university had some construction work being done and there is a crane there because you know construction and uh while not in use they had it a flag hoisted up u.s flag like cranes often do when not in use and students were outraged and said it had to come down because there was a noose hanging below the flag that the crane hook that noose was the loop in the cable where they put a crane hook all right i'm done <laughs> Eh, stop stop it. it! You know, Fauci could take a lesson from our intro song. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, he could. Uh, do you have the new unredacted demons? I was just typing it in. <laughs> so, speaking of Fauci and lies, where are those unredacted emails? Da, 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 In other news, the CIA has taken a lesson from Fauci and started blacking out all of the things in their reports that could get them arrested. <laughs> oh, wait. Was it the other way around? My bad. <laughs> oh. Shall we start with some vitamin B then? Uh, yeah, start some vitamin B. I'll Let's start see with if some, I can find start some Start with some uh, vitamin B. Here emails. we go. Welcome to your vitamin B. Oh, thank you. We have some news today. Let's see. Where are we going to start? Uh, yeah, here we go. New, more inclusive birth certificates include no unique information. It's literally blank. Oh, good. So, that's weird. Because, you know, birth certificates don't need your information. They're not necessary for anything. Uh, Speaking of things that aren't necessary for anything, government promises to wrap up war on COVID as quickly and efficiently as the war on terror. Wow, I'm so glad they set that bar. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Australians getting ready to overthrow tyrannical government. Wait. Wait, Never mind. Seems they gave up all their guns. Oh, dang, darn, dang it. Yeah. That would never happen. Yeah. So, but despite not having guns, they are protesting peacefully. Actually peacefully. No fires. Because they don't have anything to light them with. Canada politely apologizes for beating U.S. women's soccer team. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of the U.S. women's soccer team, Megan Rapinoe has nightmare of winning a medal and having to hear the U.S. anthem play. 
I mean, really, they're doing her a favor. They really are. They really are. Uh, in other news, Mayor Bowser vows to viciously enforce new mask mandate with Army of Koopas. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean... Oh, yeah, because her name's Bowser. <laughs> plumbers everywhere are terrified. <laughs> she doesn't have the princess, does she? Uh, it's not her, if that's what you're asking. Oh. <laughs> ah, here we go. Archaeologists unearth connection cards. Jesus passed out after Sermon on the Mount. Wow, that's a uh, that's a that's a that's a Baptist joke for you. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> Pelosi says she will arrest any Congressperson caught with a copy of the Constitution. That's not surprising. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in health news, experts warn of new Cuomo variant that is dangerous to young women and fatal to the elderly. <laughs> Can't even read that headline without chuckling a little. That's bad. <clears throat> and last but not least, Kamala Harris combats highly uh, high unfavorability by releasing all the children she has imprisoned in her gingerbread house. Ah, uh, it's about time. I was not informed she had a gingerbread house. And Is that I part am, of the two hundred ten thousand? I am a little bit little bit put off. Is that, Did she build it by the border? Is that part of the 210,000 immigrants? Or it's probably. A different number? It probably is. Oh, that's <clears> why it was so high. And this has been your vitamin B. I found the uh, unredacted letter. Oh, good. It's not the big fat one Okay, that I thought it was, but damning nonetheless. It was, uh, <coughs> it was the letter sent from, f- let's see, it was the email sent from Peter to, f- to Fauci? Fauci, Peter Daszak to Fauci okay. on uh, Saturday, April 18th at 9.43 p.m., the uh, email in its redacted form, uh, to- Tony CCing David, so you might pass this on to Tony once he has a spare second. So he recognizes that Fauci's not reading important emails, so he CC'd someone else to let him know this is an important email. <coughs> One. Two. <laughs> this is still the redacted. Hmm. As the P1 of the R01 grant publicly targeted by Fox News reporters at the presidential press briefing last night, I just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from a bat to human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Redacted. From my perspective, your comments are brave, and coming from you, from your trusted voice, will help dispel the myths being spun around the virus origins. Once this pandemic is over, I look forward to thanking you in person, and let you know how important your comments are to us all. Cheers, Peter. This was after that giant redacted one, wasn't it? Where he has the conference call. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that little redacted section—that's. Ooh. This is not important, apparently. 
It's been a very hard few months as these conspiracy theorists have gradually become politicized and hardened in their stance, especially because the work we've been doing in collaboration with Chinese virologists has given us incredible insight into the risks that these viruses present so that we can directly help protect our nation from bat-origin coronaviruses. We're fighting to keep the communications open with our Chinese colleagues so that we can better address future pandemics like COVID-19. Hmm. So they've been paying and working with the Chinese for a while. Mm-hmm. Huh. On coronaviruses. Yeah. Bat origin coronaviruses. Huh. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, not, that means nothing, really. Nope. All right. Not a thing. So I, uh, I I stumbled across this Twitter thread that's long, but it sums up super long. It sums up the last five years and why people like ourselves and others are a little hesitant when uh, people start saying you have to take the vaccine if you want to survive. Are you going to try to read it all, or are we just linking it in the uh, um, comments? I'll, I'll, I'll read a, a couple. I'll read kind of the beginning here of kind of where it started. Mm. And then uh, and then kind of just skip past that. But yeah, follow along in the link. We'll provide the link in our uh, comments as usual. Uh, really, really, you, you just want to read it from beginning to end in, in his actual thread because it, it makes a lot more sense if you read it all together and... Yes, this and is in uh, its entirety. Don't stop halfway through. Yes, even as ridiculous as the hypothetical person in in this thread sounds, don't stop halfway through. <laughs> right, this is from Constantine Kissin. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's a comedian. He's a, the yeah. He's also the co-host of uh, the Trigger Pod podcast YouTube mm-hmm. thing. Um, I yeah. watched a couple episodes. It's actually not bad. Nice. Um, He's an immigrant that loves the U.S. as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so he, he starts it off with just a f- few of his things on the Twitter thread here. So you believe polls are broadly reflective of public opinion. You believe doctors and scientists are trust... Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <clears throat> You're struggling to understand why some people are vaccine hesitant. The let me help you, mega thread. Imagine you're a normal person. The year is 2016. Rightly or wrongly, you believe most of what you see in the media. You believe polls are broadly reflective of public opinion. You believe doctors and scientists are trustworthy and independent. You're a decent, reasonable person who follows the rules and trusts authority. I think as of 2016, most of America was there, right? Imagine your shock then when Brexit, which you were assured won't happen because it's a fringe movement led by racists or, or racist or fascists, happens. The polls, which widely predicted it wouldn't happen, were completely wrong. The experts and media pundits who told you it wouldn't happen day after day are also wrong. Oh, well, you say, these things happen. Totally saw that one coming, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Imagine that soon after Donald Trump is running for president, you are told by your favorite media publications that he is going to lose. Some experts say his opponent has a 99% chance of winning. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a Oh, he a also chance. provides links in his thing to corroborate where he's going with all this. Mm-hmm. Imagine waking up on the morning after the election to discover that pollsters, media experts, and politicians you still trusted were wrong again. 
And now the racist monster they told you would never get near the White House is the leader of the free world. How did this happen, you ask yourself? How could all the people in charge of informing me be so wrong? It was the Russians, they told you. The Russians did Brexit, and they got Trump elected, too. Imagine that for the next three and a half years, you watch as the media and the political class run with the Russia collusion narrative. They tell you the how, when, and where. The dossiers, the whistleblowers, the peeing prostitutes. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine your desperation for things to make sense again. The Mueller report is coming. It will set your world straight. Evidence of foreign meddling in the 2016 election. Brexit is coming to save your unsettled mind. Imagine your shock, then, when you discover that Brexit and Trump had little to do with foreign meddling. The screaming about Russians and Brexit dies down as well. Imagine that bit by bit you discovered that events which media and political class told you would not and could not happen, not only happened, but happened without some sort of evil interference. Instead, millions of your fellow citizens voted for them. Again, you ask, how could this happen? And again, the media has the answer. Racism. Your country is racist, they tell you. If you're white, this seems strange to you, other than a handful of idiots you've never met. Uh, you've never met a racist. He goes on and on. Jesse Smollett, the... Uh, um, What's his name? That kid that had the Indian guy beating his drum in front of his face. Uh, he dared uh, smile at a yeah, Native the, American. The Christian, the Christian kid. Uh, what else did he have in there? Nicholas Sandman was the name of the Sandman, kid. Sandman, yes. By the way. Uh, so he talks about that, and then he talks about... Oh, masculinity uh, is masculinity bad. is bad. Then you start uh, getting genders and all that stuff. Then you start getting to COVID and how it's racist against Chinese people. And then the pandemic comes, uh-huh. and you're not concerned because it's on the other side of the world, and and Donald Trump is making a big deal out of it, but everybody else is going to Chinatown and hugging Chinese people. Yep. That was a thing in France. By the way, when when Trump said that uh, he was shutting down travel to China, uh-huh. uh, Florence declared a hug a hug your local Chinaman. Italy, that's Italy. Italy. That's yes. what. It, yeah, Italy uh, declared a, a, a hug hug a Chinese man or Chinese person because that's not racist. Because that's not racist. <laughs> so then Pelosi took her supporters down to Chinatown, and we need to not be so xenophobic and you know, whatever else. And you, you think about getting masks and then they come out and say, Oh, masks don't do anything. Uh, it's just social distance. So then all that, you know, falls apart. He continues on and on. Uh, Oh, and then, um, George Floyd happens and suddenly there's riots and people not wearing masks and not social distancing and not participating in, in violent protests. <laughs> and all the while, the news is telling you all these things. Yeah. Literally telling you mostly peaceful protests while buildings and cars burn to the ground in the background behind their reporters. Yep. And then the vaccine actually becomes viable after being told it's not viable. It's mm-hmm. not going to be viable before the end of the year. And you have Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and others saying, no, don't. I'm not taking the vaccine because Trump made it. And then they turn around and say, you have to get the vaccine once Joe Biden becomes president. Well, and on top of that, the the COVID figures that they've been cramming down our throats for years start getting walked back because they're misleading, because they're counting deaths of people that died in car accidents as COVID deaths and all these other things. 
and you begin to wonder what's going on with the media and all these different things. And then they're trying to tell you to just shut up and go get a vaccine. Just shut up, go get a vaccine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, these same people are now telling you the vaccine is safe. You must take it, and if you don't, you'll be a second-class citizen. Understand vaccine hesitancy now? Uh, yeah, that's it's a really great thread that sums up <laughs> the last five years, basically, of why people are the way they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, check that out. <clears throat> and then we go on to, speaking of something he touched on, the back and forth. People should. Uh, Fauci. Oh, yay, Fauci. Our Lord and Savior, Darth Lord Fauci. I mean, uh, uh, Fauci. Anthony, doctor. I guess he's a doctor. Help me, Anthony Fauci. You're my only hope. <laughs> You're my only hope. So uh, what advice has he had for us over the last year and a half that everybody suddenly knows this man and he's, oh, turns out he's the highest paid government employee even though he's not. He still has a couple of bosses above him. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel oh. a little bit better. And masks are protective, and we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask... By the way, there's an email where he's talking to this alien face dude in his emails of how he can corroborate, but, you know. The Zuck really does look weird on camera. <laughs> he just, like, his eyes glow. It is freaky. He has a face made for radio, that's for sure. Mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they yeah. keep touching their face. Then can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, You've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. The same interview. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. Did you see if that? You are vaccinated, I did. Was that the same interview, or was that just the same interview? you have people indoors, particularly crowded, but in a situation, they either there, of course, okay, you do not need see. to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. But good that you're vaccinated. No, no, no. But in it's a situation a where you have They're wearing the same in- stupid clothes? Well, I mean, they are... Or is that a person walking in front of a camera? Okay, hit, hit play. Just hit play real quick. Staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. But good that you're nope, vaccinated. It's the same interview. No, it but is the situ- same interview. the Dow is the, the Dow same is the number. Same. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, too. I was looking for the Dow numbers. <laughs> it's the same. Inter- not even five minutes apart, I bet. Situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, 
you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now, if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Because now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean. You know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would yes, like to, dude. is put a cloth mask over, which actually here and here and here, where you could get leakage in, is much better contained. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? It looks <laughs> like you are. Has his mask off at the... It looks like you are game. as they zoom in on a picture of him with his mask down under his chin at a foot, uh, baseball game or whatever the crap he was yeah. watching. Yeah. So why don't you just get the math? Why don't you just I just I just love the mainstream media so much. What would we do without them? Um, not have to do a podcast every week where we talk about how full of shit they are. Yeah, we could do a podcast where we're streaming a video game or something. I I could do a podcast where I'm talking about something that I actually want to talk about, like history or aliens, supernatural things or. You know, whatever. <laughs> you still could do that. Yes, but that takes more time. Yeah, yes, but that takes time that is devoted to this. Why don't you just not do it? Because I'm obligated now. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I'm committed. That being said, maybe one of these days we do just stream a stupid video game we play. Someday. <laughs> I really do have aspirations to get that other podcast I wanted to do off the ground. Someday. Make some time. Maybe this winter I'll record an episode or two and see what I can do. Oh, there you go. I have a name for it. Did I ever tell you? You might have. Legends, Myths, and Mysteries. Ooh. I have the, the podcast channel and everything already reserved. Clever. I just haven't actually... Uploaded. ...done anything yet. Well, when we get to that point, someday, <laughs> so on a, one of these one of these weeks when we have a slow news week. <laughs> why, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, another long thread that we're not going to do read everything on is actually from uh, one Steve Dace. Um, he's a numbers guy. He was on Ted Cruz's um, presidential campaign uh, think tank group, whatever they're called. Um, he's he's good at deciphering what the polls are actually saying, things like that. He, uh, he's gone heavy on the uh, COVID stuff, finding info on what's actually going on surrounding COVID, numbers behind it all and all that stuff. And uh, he's got this long thread that's covering what's going on now with the Delta variant and all this stuff. Um, some big takeaways is, 
Um, where'd it go? Uh, hmm. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Elijah Schaefer. That's funny. Which thing were you looking for? I got distracted by the uh, replies down there. <laughs> um, oh, it's not in Ooh. here. Never mind. <clears throat> that was loud. Yeah. I controlled f Ah. And it's, uh, it's a different thing where he says that. But anyway, um, so he, the gist of what he's pointing out here is um, he said, let's look into this. Let's look in this thread at how Delta variant performed in other countries, two with higher vaccination rates than the U.S., and one with much, much lower vaccination rates, so we get a well-rounded sample. Fair enough. Um, he goes into the U.K., where its Delta variant case um, began around June 4th and got to its peak on the 17th, which was 43 days, and cases rose a whopping 772%. But what's important to note is 772% of what, right? Um, uh, but he, he points out, however, there, isn't, there wasn't a parallel stark rise in deaths. In fact, the UK hasn't eclipsed 100 daily deaths since March 23rd. It's over 128 days without, one, without over 100 deaths. That sounds like good news, right? Mm-hmm. It's reasonable to assume lower natural immunity in UK with longer lockdown too. Um, uh, the UK is reporting about 56% vaccinated compared to 49.1% of the US. Um, yeah, and then he looks at Israel, which is one of the strictest uh, lockdown countries and also one of the highest vaccine rates in the world. And... Uh, Let's see. Uh, wow. It, w- it went weeks reporting zero cases until it reported 123 on June 21st. July 28th, it hit its peak of two, 2328 cases. That's a 1,793% increase. Um, that's too early to tell if that actually is the peak, but that's 37 days in. So it's within range of that 43 days from UK. Um, however, the highest daily death, uh, deaths Israel has recorded over these 37 days is four, four. Um, then he goes into, um, India. I'm kind of mad that he did this cause I wanted to do this on the fly, uh, this week and then he did it. <laughs> <laughs> beat you to it by that it. much just because we record once a week <laughs> well <laughs> you could always do like him and take to twitter in between shows <laughs> ah, that requires more effort than i care to put into twitter uh, that's valid <sighs> especially having to type so many characters and then enter and then yeah and, and so many more and, and just reply to yourself over and over and over again and basically, I he kind gets, of despised Twitter. Basically, he gets paid to do that. So yeah, we we don't get paid to do this. No. <clears throat> do this out of the kindness of our hearts. <laughs> um, so then he goes to India. Now, if in case you've forgotten, before 
they had to change the name of the variants because it was racist the way they name every single virus in human history. The Delta variant started in India. And in case you forgot as well, India is where they were smearing cow poop over each other to try to cure themselves of the coronavirus. Yes. India also has a population of, what, 1.2 billion people? A lot of people. Which is roughly... 1.4. 1.4. Which is roughly triple the population of the UK, Israel, and the US combined. Yes. If I remember correctly. Yes. Yes, I am correct. Three times. Yes, I read that tweet correctly. <laughs> I actually I wasn't reading the tweet. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, oh. I, I I literally I was scrolling up because I was like, I'm sure he says it here somewhere. And then right as I said it, I looked down and was like, Oh, yep, yeah. right there. I'll be darned. There it is. I am right. So correct as usual, King Friday. So, um, let's actually go. Let's go here to show it off. Um. <clears throat> The, uh, I hear that's frowned cases. upon in public. What is it? Showing it off. Oh. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Oh, hey. India COVID cases. Here's your Delta variant spike, and then it disappears. Crashes. Gone. Now, let's see. We, we're down here. We're getting 15,000, 12 to 15,000 cases, and then suddenly, oh, oh. It peaks up to 412,000, 414, somewhere in there. Um, and then it comes crashing down almost as fast as it went rocketing upwards. So it's uh, you may hear here? May, May 15th, we'll say May 15th to your, your, well, that it started like mid March, oh, March. March, March 15th. Mid-March and ended June 21st, 20th. Mid-late June. Yeah, late June. So 40, 50 days, right? Sounds about right. So now, <clears throat> well, that's because India, the vaccine's in India. No, it, it's not because India is like 4% vaccinated, I think, right now. Um, if that. Yeah. But... The vaccine vaccines are also created in India, so it's not like they don't have access to them. Well, they're lying about their numbers. If they were lying about their numbers, why wouldn't they lie about their vaccine numbers? Because if the vaccine, if they want the vaccine to work that they are making, wouldn't you want to tout that that's why it went down? Right. Speaking of which. Uh, it, I mean, we say only 4%. 4% of 1.6 billion. 4% of 1.4 billion is 56 million people vaccinated. So at least three. So at least three. That <laughs> <laughs> will pull up a new tab here. So they're making a big stink about it in the U.S. right now, right? What was the high? 4, what, 4, 416? 416,000 I think. A day? 414, right there. Yeah. 414, 188. That's, uh, yeah. U.S. COVID cases. All right, here we go. So U.S. is currently 
beginning a spike. That means that at the peak of their infections, they had 2.9% infection. Oh, no. And their death rate... It's literally three out of every hundred people. And their deaths didn't really follow suit. Yeah, no. It, It went up, but not nearly... Not nearly as much. As much. But it went down pretty much just as fast, except for this anomaly right there. Mm. Right? So now the U.S. cases. We are, we have we are currently July 3rd. It's about when it started. July... F- when the Delta variant started? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, somewhere in there. So beginning of July, and we are now August 2nd. So we're 30... Something days in. Mm-hmm. So another couple of weeks we'll be at that 40, 50 day range. Which is the peak range. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything will start going down. Now, in a couple of weeks, oh, school starts across the country in a few weeks. Two weeks, to be exact. Huh. So if cases suddenly go down when they're telling kids to mask up and go to school and cases drop when they're at school, oh, look, it worked. Watch. Watch. That's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. Because um, correlation, causation, you know, yeah, cause that it, whole ball of wax. It did not work at all last time. Here it is. <laughs> it did nothing. Last time to mask up and all that. This time we have the vaccine to help, quote unquote vaccine. <clears throat> um, but uh, if we go to deaths here, um, our deaths aren't spiking. Well, it takes a while like at f- all. Take deaths usually lag a couple weeks behind. Yes, I'll give you that. Here's uh, here's where it started. Here's where it started. And so, two weeks later would be the seventeenth, eighteenth. Oh, 37. Still flat from versus 322. It went down. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, 37. Yeah. 37 versus 37. Huh. Huh. Complete flat line. Huh. Interesting. Huh. And we've been below 1,000 since. Since. There, March thirty first was the last day recorded over one thousand. Oh no, no our last April our 7th. last time that we had a, a seven day average over a thousand was right there, March thirtieth, and then seven day average over five hundred has been a while. It's yeah, been, we've been it's been right there. Where'd it go? Uh, it was like the middle of June, end of June, beginning of June. I mean, oh, somewhere right there. Yeah, somewhere right around the the uh, end of May, beginning of June. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Seems like that's that should be good news. We're on a downward overall trend. Well, it's spiking. Not really, at least as far as deaths are concerned. I would imagine that deaths are more 
important, important than infections. Than infections. I would I would consider them more important than infections. Especially when you have the CDC quietly announcing, like we covered last week. By the way, the PCR test can't differentiate between the two. That being the flu and COVID, or even and other COVIDs or other flus. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're actually finding now that it's testing positive with uh, what's the name of it? It's, it starts with an S. Somatic salmonella. No, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a type of flu disease that children get every once in a while. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I was reading about it this morning. I don't remember what it was called though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a. Uh, big thread full of a lot of data. So if you want to get into uh, Facebook or Twitter, social media, something or other bout with someone, there's a couple of things you can go to to uh, throw some stats at them. Now, now, something kind of important. Just kind of. So a, uh, a report... Slash study, or is it just a report? Study, I don't know. Some study report thing from cell.com. I've never heard of them. No, I haven't either. However, I consider them just as reliable as the CDC and NIH, and I will show you why in a minute. <laughs> well, you've kind of heard of them because you found this. Yes. So. Well, I haven't heard of them before I found this. And... Believe me, trying to find this after finding it, after hearing it from where I heard it before on a, one of the podcasts, something or others I listened to, was really hard because this title is very similar for a lot of things. So you have to find the exact issue, volume, blah, 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 blah. Longitudinal analysis shows durable and broad immune memory after SARS-CoV-2 infection with persisting antibody responses and memory B and T cells. Yeah. The, uh, that's uh, science speak for if you've had it, you have some really strong B cells and T cells. Um, some highlights, most recovered COVID-19 patients mount broad, durable immunity after infection. Oh. Neutralizing ant antibodies show a biphasic decay with half-lives greater than 200 days. Hmm. Huh. Um, spike IgG+, LgG+, memory B cells increase and persist post-infection. Oh. Durable polyfunctional CD4, CD8 T cells recognize distinct viral epitope regions. So B cells and T cells are your immune cells. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're retaining memory of how to fight off COVID if you get it naturally. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then I've got to control F here to get to where I want. Da, 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 da. Here we go. So, where are you? Okay. 
So in one of in part of their summary here, interestingly, CD4 plus T cell responses equally target several SARS-CoV-2 proteins, whereas the CD8 T cell responses preferentially target the nucleoprotein. So one of them goes for the heart, and the other one just deteriorates its shell. Mm-hmm. If I'm interpreting that correctly. Highlighting the potential importance of including the nucleoprotein in future vaccines. Oh. Taken together, these these results suggest that broad and effective immunity may persist long-term in recovered COVID-19 patients. So what's this saying is uh, people that recover naturally have things that the vaccine does not have to fight off COVID. Mm-hmm. Which, so, which implies that natural immunity is just as good, if not stronger, than the vaccine because they want to include these proteins in the next round of vaccines so that people have those proteins. Oh. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a big study that they did. Um, let's see. 254 patients were enrolled at two sites, Atlanta and Seattle, and they started in April of 2020. So over the course of 250 days, they did blood tests and all this stuff of those that were infected, those that weren't infected, all this stuff showed signs, didn't show signs. And they're finding that if they were infected, they have an incredible immune response. And now they're trying to recreate that immune response in vaccines because it's lasting a long time. Now, if I, if I'm remembering correctly, they're talking about, uh, you need a booster shot for your vaccine in a few months. Fun story about that. Actually. Oh, I have a bunch of friends that are nurses. And I actually got to sit down and talk with one of them who is a traveling nurse who lives in Florida currently. And he was talking about COVID and all this stuff. And fun fact, if you need to get a vaccine, Pfizer's the only one, by the way. Oh. He he works in the COVID section, you know, with COVID patients all the time and everything. And he, he actually has said that the, the new, the Delta variant has been pretty, pretty bad where he's been. Um, mostly because unlike the other variants, it is actually getting younger people sick. But I mean, it's like, like we said, nobody's really dying. Mm-hmm. So, but he knows a doctor who has gone in. So we're at, heard it from a man who heard it from a man who. No, 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 no. He, he knows a doctor. Like right, he, right. he was telling me this story about one of his coworkers is a doctor who has now had eight shots of the vaccine. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> because, because he, he, he thinks that going in and getting the shot multiple times just will keep boosting its effect. And they don't actually track, like, in a wide database who's had 
the vaccine. Just go from clinic. So he goes, no, he literally does. He goes from clinic (laughs) to clinic. Like every other week goes and gets another shot. This Walmart. So he's he's on his eighth shot of the vaccine. Why? (laughs) I don't know. But I mean, you know, they're, they're doing what they're going to do, but it was, it was really interesting getting to talk to him uh, for a little bit. Cause he, he, even he was like, uh, like, cause he's a traveling nurse. So basically he has to go wherever the work is. So right now he's in Florida, right? But he could get a contract to go pretty much anywhere else. He's planning on his next move being to Texas. Uh, he's buying a house and stuff down there. Um, and that's where he's eventually going to end up being permanently. But he's going to stop <laughs> traveling. <laughs> yeah, right. But in his, his profession, they're already talking about making it mandatory for you to have the vaccine. So to make sure that he doesn't miss any work, he already went and, and got uh, his shots, which is why he told me, he's like, all of the things that I've looked at, everything that I've done, Pfizer is the only vaccine that they currently have that has minimal um, reactions to it. Right. He's like, don't, he, he told me point blank, he's like, whatever you do, do not go get either of the other vaccines that are available. <laughs> Johnson it, & Johnson, Moderna. It, it's garbage and you'll probably get sick. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow, oh, okay. Well, if I have to get one now, I at least know which one <laughs> is recommended by my nurse friends. So, yeah, yeah it's just a fun, funny, funny little story that I uh, I heard over the weekend. <coughs> so, uh, so what, why do I give that validity to uh, that cell report? Well, because back in January, the NIH released this lasting immunity found after recovering from COVID-19. Oh, Uh. the immune systems of more than 95% of people who recover from COVID-19 had durable memories of the virus up to eight months after infection. Yeah. The results provided hope. The results provide hope that people receiving SARS-CoV-2 vaccines will develop similar lasting immune memories after vaccination, but you need it. You need the booster six months after. So to, to kind of, put the, um, I guess, layman's terms on what we've been reading so far, far, because there's a lot of different stuff that is uh, mentioned, CD4, CD8, LGG+, LGA, LGB. uh, All of these things are different varieties of antibodies. So CD4 uh, and CD8 are both white blood cell T receptors, so it's it's your immune system white blood cells. What everyone usually thinks the, about the the LGG and LGA are forms of uh, immunoglobulins. Yeah, if I could Globula. speak, it would be great. Um, but but those are found in the linings of the respiratory tract and the digestive system, as well as saliva, tears. So your non-blood really. breast milk, uh, all of your bodily um, things, bodily fluids that aren't LGG blood. is the most common 
antibody, which is in your blood. So the, the LGG is in your blood and ah. other bodily fluids. LGA is the one that's like all your other gotcha linings and things like that. Um, so the fact that LGG, uh, CD4 and CD8 are all showing high tracking markers means that your body has come up with effective means of fighting it. That's the translation of all it, of that. It's able to start fighting it before it gets into stuff the blood system. Is literally like your body has figured it out. So if your body has high LG, B, LG, LGG, LGA, if it has, stuff like that. if it has high amounts of that, then your body has developed a way to start fighting it before it actually gets mm-hmm. into the that, bloodstream. Right? If, if it has high amounts of that, it means that your, your saliva, your bodily fluids, your lo- all contain, of your lungs. yeah, your, your nose mucus, all of these things contain antibodies that, that kill that virus before it actually enters your bloodstream. When CD4, CD8 show high counts, that means that your blood has antibodies that attack it when it hits the bloodstream. Right, so, so it's prepared from, on all fronts. From beginning to end, you are showing a high count of being capable of fighting the um, viruses. Nice. Cool. And uh, at the beginning of this, it says, after people recover from infection with a virus, the immune system retains a memory of it. Immune cells and proteins that circulate in the body can recognize and kill the pathogen if it's encountered again, protecting against disease and reducing illness severity. Hey, look. Yeah. They succinctly just said what I said. Better than I said it. See, this, this, this is actual science right here. And the NIH is Fauci's boss. And Fauci is saying, nah, no, this doesn't, this isn't a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. The research was funded in part by NIH's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Fauci, and National Cancer Institute. Results were published on January 6, 2021 in Science. Yeah. They found durable immune responses in the majority of people studied antibodies against the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2, which the virus uses to get inside cells, were found in 98% of participants one month after symptom onset. As seen in previous studies, the number of antibodies ranged widely between individuals, but promisingly, their levels remained fairly stable over time, declining only modestly at six to eight months after infection. Mm-hmm. So that means you still have an immunal response at least six to eight months later. Well, it, it said it declining. Yep, modestly declining. You still have those cells. Yeah, and well, I'm almost and certain. So, that if you did more reading on how the all next, this stuff works, the next uh, paragraph is actually crucial because six to eight months after infection is when your body starts removing the antibodies from your system. Right, because as, otherwise as long you'd as it's not like still <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not still fighting that specific virus anymore, right. as long as it's not still getting hit with it, it will stop producing the antibodies to fight it. If your However, li- if your liver is cycling through blood so and it's not getting and it's getting unused you have vaccine cells. You have several different types of cells in your body. T cells which are the CD4, CD8, which is what we talked about. 
Um, and then B cells uh, are two different kinds of them. B cells are the memory antivirus factories. It's the long-term storage. Yes. Yeah. So when your body stops producing, <laughs> yeah, when your body stops producing the antibodies and things like that, it stores the memory of how to make them in your B cells. So then you can, you can in the future, catch the infection because your body won't be actively combating it. But once you've caught the infection, your B cells activate and go, hey, I've seen that before. Where's my 45? <laughs> That's the proper How caliber. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> or, or for a different kind, where's, where's the 556? Five, five, That's the proper caliber. Oh, this is a larger one. How about the 270? Ah, this particular virus needs the elephant gun. <laughs> That's what the B cell does. It provides the proper artillery. Where's that Panzer Shrek? <laughs> Where's that Panzer round at? <laughs> I know we have some non-detonated ordnance around here somewhere. Should we fire a shot across their bow? No, hit the bow. No, no. <laughs> I want to see that main mast fall. <laughs> Quit blowing holes in me, ship! <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so that's that's the gist of how how it generally works if you understand your immune system at all. Yeah. Um and and if you if you spend any amount of time focusing on diet and health and things like that, these are all things that you kind of should become familiar with because your diet affects how well your body handles and responds to things. So yeah, so you need to make sure you're maintaining good minerals and different things like that. For example, chicken pox. Mm, yes. Once you have it, you can't get chicken pox again, right? That's it's what they say. Extremely rare that you get chicken pox again if you've had it before. <clears throat> and if you've had the vaccine for chicken pox, it's extremely rare that you get it again. That's because a vaccine is introducing a dead form of the virus to your body. Oh, and your body makes B cells. And then your body learns it. Oh, it might not be as good as naturally getting it, but it keeps you close enough. It keeps you from having to deal with the pain that is chicken pox. Now, technically, actually, the the idea behind virus behind vaccines um, is implemented in herd immunity, because the idea behind herd immunity, the way herd immunity works, is uh, person A catches the virus, fights the virus, defeats the virus, goes back to work or school or play, or take your praising with whatever the herd, grazing with the rest of the herd, of the herd <laughs> while their body is still shedding the virus. But dead the virus that viruses. they're shedding yeah. is dead and or weakened. Mm -hmm. And so then when other people catch the virus from them, it's a much lessened version they pick up and their body is, and also that version is interlaced with the antibodies already fighting and killing it. This is the section that's going to get flagged on. So then <laughs> Facebook and stuff. <laughs> so, so then you catch the dead weakened version of the virus and you don't get sick because it's already been fought. It's already been killed. Or and you, now you begin to gain some immunity to it as well. It's the same idea as vaccinations. Yes. And with chicken pox, the whole, what Mike was saying about 
if you actually care about your health. Um, <clears throat> most times chicken pox comes back. It actually comes back as uh, shingles. Mm, yes. Which are more painful. Because mm-hmm. the virus the virus doesn't actually leave your body, the chicken mm-hmm. pox virus. Mm-hmm. So they say. They say it hides in your spinal cord or something like that until you get your body's too weak to fight it off. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if the virus is constantly reproducing itself, just kind of sending little things out. Well, it's the, no, they're still fighting. It's okay. the same reason why <laughs> when the Spaniards and, and uh, people from across the pond decided to come to the Americas, they ended up infecting all of the natives with all of the viruses and illnesses that the natives had never seen before. Even because though the people, even though the from people across the pond were immune to it and weren't sick, weren't or sick, showing exactly. symptoms, <laughs> they were immune to it, and their body was capable of fighting much stronger strains. So when they came across over to the Americas and introduced a strain of disease, mumps, meals, that was. Whatever significantly stronger than a regular version because it was attacking people that were already immune to it. It devastated the natives here who had never seen it before and who didn't have any genetic immunity to it because you you don't just gain antibodies from your body catching and fighting it. You gain it from environmental things. You gain it through genetics. You gain it through uh, breastfeeding. Breastfeeding gives children antibodies that the mother has. Yes. Uh, in fact, so much so that back in the day, uh, communities used to, to get their, their mothers together and they would swap breastfeeding so that a child could get immunity from more than one right. uh, family line. And it, you know, it, it was people an early, don't early form of vaccines. It, it really was <laughs> people. People don't understand how like how creative they used to be to try to keep yeah. disease from going around. And with the but with the natives and the Spaniards, it went both ways. Yes, it the did. Spaniards got sick too. <laughs> Spaniards got from hella things, sick when they came here from the things <laughs> that the natives were immune to. <laughs> you ever heard of Moctezuma's revenge? <laughs> <laughs> don't drink the water, damn it. No. Unless you've been drinking it your entire life, don't drink it. Don't drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, it's it, colonialism. No, see, the, 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 they were technologically superior. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. So, but they got sick, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. This is all, you know... Yeah. history and and fun little little Tidbits. nerd facts but it it doesn't overshadow what we're actually getting to here <laughs> yeah and uh at the end of this report here with the nih it says 95 percent of people had at least three out of five immune system components that could recognize SARS-CoV-2 up to eight months after infection so this is like we said, this is the body shutting down some of those immune system responses because if your body keeps producing infection-fighting things, it swells up. Whenever you have an infection, I just got my teeth cleaned and they told me all about this, your gums swell up because it's fighting an infection. Mm-hmm. And if it has to keep fighting and keep fighting, your gums are going to get fatter and fatter and fatter. 
And it's the same if you got an infection on your leg, on your well, hand, whatever. It swells up because actually, it's sending antibodies there. Funny enough. To fight it off. And then you know that's how allergies work, right? Yeah. So so histamine is a, a form of antibody in your in your blood and yes. in your uh, mucus and everything. And uh, so when you when uh, when you have an allergic reaction, it's it's your body identifying a certain external factor as an invasion, and it tries to attack it. It treats cat dander as a pandemic. It does. It really does. <laughs> and and so what an, an allergy is is your own immune system overreacting to an external force. This thing could so, kill us. It won't. So, it could kill us. It won't. So when the cotton <laughs> falls from the tree and your oh, eyes leak and your nose runs and you have to knock yourself out and put yourself in a coma to keep, uh, Thank you, keep from losing your shit... <laughs> It's because your body has decided that cottonwood pollen is the worst possible apocalyptic thing that could happen to your body. I mean, it's not And has, has decided to attack it with the entire legion. <laughs> and so what, what uh, Benadryl does is knock you unconscious. What other allergy <laughs> drugs do is they stop the histamine reaction. <laughs> 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 because apparently your body doesn't react if you're in a coma <laughs> can't suffer from all these allergic reactions if you're knocked out <laughs> right <laughs> but no that's and and that's the general premise behind um even the the uh, allergy shots and everything like that too is it it is it is balancing your body's reaction to the the external evasion. Yeah, if you're allergic to bees, if you're allergic to bee stings and you get stung by a bee, use an EpiPen, which is a steroid shot of histamine, <laughs> to block your histamine predict uh, production. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But hey, you know that's science. It's not the science, but it is science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. uh Last thing re- uh, relating to this, Jen Psaki. Although, I might start saying Jen Psaki because the P is silent, <laughs> like the P in President Joe Biden. Resident Joe Biden. Resident Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best comment I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> But Pasaki is just too fun. So anyway, um, she was cornered a little bit when uh, confronted about uh, the new CDC things about wearing a mask. So, um, was it Stussy? Yep, it was Ducey, of all people. The only person that seems to actually be asking questions that matter in the White House press briefing. Um, Anyway. He said, if it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated still, then why do vaccinated people need to put the mask back on? After reading what we just read, it's a valid question. In response, Pisaki affirmed Ducey's thesis that unvaccinated people are driving up COVID-19 cases, which makes the mask guidance for fully vaccinated individuals confusing, but did not address his question. She said, well, Peter, first of all, I would say again, oh, crud, reading her words is almost as bad as listening to her. 
<laughs> First of all, I would say again, just to go back, circle back to this chart, <laughs> which I will handily point to again. If you are vaccinated, uh, if if you are vaccinated, your life it can save your life, and I think the clear data shows that this pandemic is is killing, is hospitalizing, is making people very sick who are not vaccinated. That still continues to be the case, regardless of what the mask guidance looks like. Good hell, she is hard to listen to. <laughs> Even reading. She's wow. hard to read. Jeez. Man, Ducey asked again. The run-on sentences. The incomplete thought in the middle of the sentences. Ducey asked again, but if vaccines work, which this sign says that they do, pointing to what she was pointing to, then why do people who had the vaccine need to now wear masks? The same as people who have not had it. Because we said so. <laughs> she said, because the public health leaders in our administration have made the determination based on data, what data, that 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 is a way to make sure they're protected, their loved ones are protected. And that's an extra step given the transmissibility of the virus that people, that they're advising people to take. Translation, because, because we, we said, said so. so. That's why. <laughs> because reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Da, 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 da. All right. Moving on from COVID madness. I think the only time I want to cover COVID anymore is uh, if the rest of Fauci's emails get uncovered. Right. <laughs> it's just everything is there. Nope. Can't talk about that. We're going to silence you. Nope. Can't post that. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well... It's okay. We could always just go, you know, start a bar. <laughs> so that sounds like fun, right? I, I mm, well, it did until we read this article. Yeah. Parents of U.S. Marine Corps veteran and Omaha bar owner Jake Gardner have filed a lawsuit against a Douglas County attorney and the special prosecutor who branded their son racist before Gardner committed suicide. Oh. Gardner fatally shot an anti-police rioter, 22-year-old James Skurlock, during a struggle outside of his bar last May. This was the uh, um, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, whatever, riots. <clears throat> no, they were protesting. Uh, no, no. See, see the picture? See that picture? That is a building on fire with a person standing in front of it with a fist in the air. It's a mostly peaceful protest. Get it right. That is a mostly Marxist protest. You are right. Gardner was initially cleared of all charges after it was determined that he acted in self-defense. Oh. Well, what's the problem then? However, following unrest largely because of the races of Skurlock, who is black, and Gardner, who is white... Oh, the DA appointed special prosecutor Fred Franklin and a grand jury hoping, quote, it would restore public faith in the justice system, end quote, NPR reported. Uh, we're not going to charge you. There's racism here. He's a white guy. Okay, we're going to charge you. Franklin, the the special prosecutor, who said he initially thought Gardner acted in self-defense... 
agreed with the grand jury and announced in September that Gardner was indicted on charges of manslaughter, attempted first-degree assault, terroristic threats, and use of a firearm in connection with a felony. One week later, Gardner committed suicide. So the prosecutor, who before said, yeah, that was self-defense. Let's see what this link... Oh, NPR. Cool. NPR. Um, so... This propaganda was paid for by your local government. Yeah, that you can't tell exactly how much money is actually funneled into them because they absolutely do not have a money laundering thing going on with that. <laughs> well, everything the government does is money laundering, so we're really not true. Um, not worried about it anymore. The suit alleges Franklin has conspired with Klein and two retired Omaha police detectives who were on Franklin's team to make false and misleading statements to the news media. No. Franklin's statement, the suit says, quote, included implications that Mr. Gardner was a racist, end quote, and, quote, also falsely stated that it was Mr. Gardner's own words that showed his intent to kill, end quote. The statements which the lawsuit contends impacted Gardner's right to a fair trial, quote, caused Mr. Gardner to lose all faith in the justice system and become paranoid and afraid for his life. As a result of this extreme emotional distress, Mr. Gardner committed suicide on September 20th, 2020, end quote. Hmm. Yeah. Um... Uh, his lawyers or his attorneys said his suicide stemmed from a cocktail of behavioral health problems stemming from head trauma he experienced during military service. The belief that people were out to kill him and an incessant rush to judgment by social media jockeys. Good job, Twitter. So the mainstream media is going to spend that as he was an alcoholic with PTSD. Uh-huh. Which what, is what I heard. Which is why he killed the black man in a drunken rage because of his ra his underlying racism. It's terrible. Um, they also disclosed that he was receiving death threats. Of course he was. Yep. Yeah. You know, I really used to think America wasn't racist. I'm beginning to question that. <laughs> Just not the racism. Not because of the people that they're accusing of being racist being racist but because their accusations of racism are inherently racist. Jesse Smalley? Yes. Uh, what's his name with the noose at uh, um, NASCAR? Yeah, that one too. Or the... Uh, oh crap, I can't remember the university. Yes, to whatever you're about to say. <laughs> university had some construction work being done, and there is a crane there because, you know, construction. And... Uh, while not in use, they had it, a flag hoisted up, U.S. flag, like cranes often do when not in use. And students were outraged and said it had to come down because there was a noose hanging below the flag. That The crane hook? That noose was the loop in the cable where they put a crane hook. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... Ah, uh... uh, this one should cheer you up, though. I just can't anymore. All right. Let's... 
to it. This this one will cheer you up. Uh, one of the uh, fleeing Texas Democrat representatives spoke to Congress and answered oh. a few questions. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A few questions she doesn't seem to have been prepared for. Uh, she asked questions she wasn't prepared for? No, she was asked questions oh. that she didn't seem prepared I was just, to answer. Did she not learn the rule that you shouldn't ever ask a question that you don't know the answer to? No, not was like that? that. Not like that reporter. <laughs> <laughs> who, who made you an authority on this? Do you have a degree? Uh, do you have a degree in economics? Uh, yes, ma'am. Highest honors. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, but I think it's somewhere around here. And uh, I, so I appreciate your comments about the 60s and seeing the videos and seeing the moments. I your work on that. My understanding is... Uh, sorry, skipping. It is correct. Right, and I, I applaud you for... Um, for, She's for uh, making up. history, I imagine, in Texas and being a strong voice for black men and black women. Coming from South Carolina, we've got, we've got voter ID. Um, and uh, I'm assuming Texas is the same way. Do you all do need IDs to buy alcohol when you're purchasing at the store? Yes, if, uh, to be sure that you are capable of doing that. Right. Do you need an Huh. Huh. But wait. There's, There's more. more. <laughs> An ID in Texas to buy cigarettes. You can't buy them unless you're at least 21. Oh. But you have to show an ID to buy cigarettes. You do have to show an ID. Huh. Um, do you need an ID when you're getting a job and trying to get on payroll in Texas? Yes. Do you need an ID to uh, go to the pharmacy and get a prescription in Texas? It depends on the prescription. Trying to wriggle out. But do you need an ID for some prescriptions yes, in Texas? Do. Yes. Oh, okay. um, do you need an ID to mm. uh, get Social Security services in Texas? You do. Do you need an ID uh, <laughs> to, to rent defeated. an apartment in Texas? Yes. Do you need an ID if you're going to buy a house uh, uh, and finance it via a mortgage in Texas? Yes. Um, do you need an ID in Texas if you're going to board an aircraft and well, fly ID commercial? Yes. Did you fly commercial or fly a private jet on the way to D.C.? A chartered plane. Do you have private. to show an ID when you fly in a private charter jet? Yes. I oh. wouldn't know. I've never, I've never flown on one. Oh! Um, <laughs> so did you, did you need an ID Going to for the, the jugular today? Yes. Did you need an ID to get in the um, building? Yes. Do you need an ID in Texas to open a bank account? Yes. To ca yeah, to cash your check if you're working. Do you know, Representative Thompson, um, how many, what percentage of blacks in Texas, black and brown African Americans are registered to vote? Oh, a huge percentage. Uh, 70%. Do yes. you know what percentage of African Americans, black and brown, Texas? So general rule of thumb, if you're ever in a congressional hearing and a Congress member uh, ask you a question with statistics behind it. Just know they know the answer before you answer. Before you answer. <laughs> so your best response I don't, is... but you probably do. The best response is, I don't have that number in front of me, but I know it's something. If you know it's going to be in, in a their ballpark, favor... Yeah. If it's going to be in their favor, guess in their favor, but admit that you don't have that answer. <laughs> Just a general rule of thumb. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was going to say uh, like 75% before she said 70, so. All right, let's see if you can guess the next one. Um, on average or in the last election. About 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 64%. 
Correct. Uh, do you know how many uh, whites are registered to vote in Texas? Ooh, uh, it's going to be... I'm going to go 75 again. Far more than African-Americans. 72%. Oh! 2% more? Oh! Far wow. more. Far more. 72%. I overguessed. Oof, I overguessed more. again. I always try to guess high, though, so there's that. You have 70% uh, of blacks in Texas who are registered to vote. You have 72% of whites in Texas who are registered to vote. Do you know the... Now, granted, number-wise, that could be yeah, miles I mean, apart. It's percentages, so it could be miles But the the general... Right. Idea is the, the same percentage of each of those registered to vote. <laughs> statistically, statistically the same. the same. Percentage of whites who turned out to vote in recent elections. Percentage of whites. 65%. I want to say over 50 some percent. So, uh, 65%. I am the master commander. We have a winner. Show them what they've won, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you know what percentage of Hispanics are registered to vote in Texas? No, I do not. 63%. She's do you know to catch what on. percentage of Hispanics <laughs> voted in the last election? I think it was over 40%. 53%. She's not wrong. It's, it's over it's 40%. It's always about 10% less. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such the pessimist. Uh, Hispanics are, are, are not voting in as high a numbers as blacks and whites in Texas. Do you know uh, the percentage of Democrats that support voter ID? Would you repeat your question? Do you know the number? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> All right. Now, what do you think she's going to guess? Oh, uh, what, what do I think she's going to guess? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to guess that she guesses low. She's probably going to be in the 20s. Or a percentage of Democrats who support voter ID in this country? I do not, but I don't think it's a whole lot. 72%. Okay. Do you know the number of black and brown oh. African Americans in this country who support voter ID? No. 75%. Do you know the number of Hispanics <laughs> that support voter guess. ID in this country? No. 81%. It's because she's catching on. <laughs> no. No. Do you know where the state of Texas is ranked uh, with black voter turnout in this country? She does guess a number here. Where do you think she thinks Texas is ranked? 20th. With black voters turnout? Mm -hmm. Do you know where, where Texas is ranked? Oh, 40, about, uh, 44 percent. Oh, the geez. latest numbers that I read this morning was that Texas is ranked 10th. Do you <laughs> know... Oops. She went with a percentage again. She didn't even understand the question. No, she, well, she's she, just been hearing percentages this she, whole time. She was, she was asked for out she of... She zoned out knowing she just needs of, to say no. Out of the, the United States states, what, what number is Texas ranked? Uh, 44%. So that would be somewhere in the 20s. I wasn't wrong. Where <laughs> <laughs> Texas is ranked. So then top 10 in the country. Do you know where Texas is ranked with women voters? Oh, way up in the 50s. Way up in the 50s. She's still going with percentages. I, <laughs> I, in the bottom third of this country. So I would argue that we have a, Texas has a more difficult problem with getting women out to vote than black and brown and African Americans. Thank you, and I yield back. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. That's all you get. I haven't seen a beating that bad since I put a banana in my pants and turned a monkey loose. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. That's that's Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know. Was, was that Christmas vacation or was it Vegas vacation? It was one of the vacations. One of the vacations. <laughs> one of the holidays. One of the holidays. Uh, <laughs> so on the election front, they're still going after Texas and all that stuff. And... Of course, why wouldn't they? The audits in the various states are still going on. Arizona, Wisconsin, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, all of them still going on. And they're finding things that are raising questions just earlier today. Um, we both saw a headline of uh, the Arizona County election official. The Maricopa County election officials told the Senate of Arizona no, you're not getting any more information. But we need more information. No, you don't need it. We already gave you information. Yes, but we found this stuff. You, you don't get any more information. We do, you, we found some things that make us need more information for to clarify what we found. Here's a subpoena. No. But hey, the subpoena is valid. Yes, it hey, is. Hey, judge, they're not going to... They're not following the subpoena. It's a valid subpoena. Or do they... Are they, they got to follow it, right? It's a valid subpoena. Fourth and long, guess I better punt. (coughs) (laughs) And Dominion as well is saying, no, we don't have to answer your subpoena. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, that's base. This is this is how not to build trust in the system. One on one. Hey, can we get a little more information on this so we can clarify what we're finding? No. Let's see. But so, it's kind of uh, damning for our presidential campaign and uh, running our government. We want to make sure that we burn the trust of the American people to the ground and then douse it in gasoline and light it on fire again. How do we do that? In order well, to save the election uh, process, we have to burn the election process. <laughs> let's, let's see. We could ignore subpoenas and not allow an audit to happen and, and not make any compromises on it and, can, and accuse everybody who talks about needing an audit of being a conspiracy theorist and treason. That sounds like a great idea. We should do that. And then let's fight tooth and nail against every single piece of legislation that comes out to help build trust. And well, it's because it's racist. I think requiring cameras on every single spot where ballots are being counted is not racist. Right. I think that's, Transparency is what that is. Especially if those cameras are hooked to a live feed where anyone at any time can log in and see what's going on. You know, the problem with transparency is you can see right through it. Oh, yeah, you're right. See, and and people don't like you being able to see what's on the other side of the curtain. So let's put some cardboard up over the windows. We put some cardboard up on the windows. And then tell everyone everything is fine. Yes, exactly. And and they still get their transparency because the glass lets them see the cardboard. The glass is still there. You can see the election signs that they put up. That's right. (laughs) That's how it works. Politics. Crushing it. And thanks to our 
good friends at Time Magazine who told us as such, social media is not involved with this at all. Twitter suspended the official accounts for the Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Pennsylvania election audits. Okay, I, I get Arizona and I get Georgia. Why Nevada and Pennsylvania? Because as far as I've heard, nothing has come out of those two yet. They've found like a couple of things, but nothing noteworthy necessarily. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying is is nothing has come out of those two yet. Yeah. So Air- why why suspend their accounts? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, in Arizona, the subpoena that uh, we're talking about, they're in that subpoena, they're asking for... Um, the envelopes that the mail-in ballots came in because they found a bunch of ballots that weren't folded that were supposedly mailed in. Mm. So, uh, do you have the envelopes for these? It's awful hard to consider that a ballot's been inside of an envelope when it doesn't have any fold marks. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Before they come out and say, yeah, this is the results, they're trying to say, hey, can you send us some stuff so we can verify our findings here and see if what we're seeing is what we're seeing or if we're missing something? No, you can't have any more information. Oh. Oh. I mean, I'm not a big ascriber to denial is confirmation, but... If the shoe fits, why not put it on the sheep? <laughs> if the boot fits. <laughs> Holy crap. 2022 is going to be f- fun. That was the F word I was thinking. Fun. It's got half of what you're looking for. <laughs> yep, exactly two letters. Exactly two letters. U and N. Wait. Yes, actually, exactly those two letters. Unbelievable. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Well played, sir. Though I think your math is a little off. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not the one that said half. I said two letters. Valid. <laughs> you, you gave me two letters. I made the rest of a word. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> So just a reminder, the people fighting tooth and nail against these election laws and stuff, and this was the most secure, true election, blah, 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 are the same people who did this in 2016. Mm, no you, uh, you muted it. It's, I did. Uh, it's muted over there. You might want to start that over. And it's not playing properly. Why did you go and break it? I just, what? I was just, I just, it was working before. Because I only believe in science. <laughs> believe in science. I only believe in science. Da, 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 da. Shh. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. It doesn't have that audio anymore. You lost the audio? I lost the audio. Oh. Want to unplug, plug back in? Maybe. 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 I don't think I got it. Did I get it? Did it beep? 
No beep. Oh, we might need to pause the recording and start over. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Maybe. I might have to reboot oh, the soundboard. Wait. Did it go? It, it got it. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. There we go. We're, we're good. Now, good. now this technical this. difficulties. Ah, this. These are the same people telling you all this election stuff. Time now to check the polls, starting with a lucky break for Hillary Clinton. When they counted the votes at one Iowa caucus precinct, she and Bernie Sanders were tied, so they settled it with. A coin toss. Yeah. Well, that's what the rules say. And when the results were announced, Clinton supporters celebrated with a cheer. And apparently this wasn't the only precinct to resort to a coin toss. Reportedly, oh, in every one, Clinton won them, oh. proving that it seems Lady Luck was in her camp. Who knew a coin toss? In this because case, hold on. would decide another. Hold on. <laughs> because it's all part of the plan. Hold on. <laughs> How do you she win won every coin single toss? coin toss? Bolshevik. How many <laughs> how many districts did they do that in? I, I don't. They just said every. That I did not. Because hmm. I mean, if it's two, okay, maybe. If it's twenty, yeah, no. There's no way. There's no way you win that many coin tosses. Uh... I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what? <sighs> yeah, Hillary Clinton was picked with a coin. Now, the caucuses that I've been to where you're deciding this person, that person. Um, you sit there and you debate back and forth until someone's actually picked. Yeah, usually. But that's, you know, that's how the crazy Republicans do it. <laughs> and by the way, this is the same party that has superdelegates. You know, the, the ones that say uh, George Bush was selected, not elected, they have superdelegates that no matter what, vote for a certain person. Mm -hmm. No matter how their state or whatever votes in the primary. They always, in 2016 case, Hillary Clinton had the advantage with, was 100 some odd superdelegates already in the bank. Bernie had like 10 superdelegates in the bank. Then they had to fight for the remaining hundred. Now, who has the advantage there? <laughs> hey, did you find it yet? Did I give you enough time? Uh, no. Oh. Every single precinct. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, but the number is somewhere between... A few to a lot. <laughs> I like, like seriously, I can't even figure out how many there. So, four, five, uh, yeah. six 
Iowa precincts by coin flip. Ah. At least six. See, there you go. And there are 44 plus... Uh, 51. There are 51 total. Oh. That's what I was looking for. There are 51 total. Um, uh, let's see. I want to know the odds. Never tell me the odds. Of six coin flips. And it's at least six is the Technically, so let me put it to you this way. Roulette. <coughs> Roulette has red and black, right? So you got a 50-50 mm-hmm. chance, red or black. If you ever go play roulette, wait until it lands on the same color six times in a row and then bet on the opposite color and you will win almost every time. <laughs> there, is, there is very, very little chance of getting a favorable result six times in a row. That is a 1.5625% chance of winning every single one. Sheesh. <laughs> now, 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 if I remember right, according, we, we kind of read it earlier in the first thing we did. Um, uh, Donald Trump had less than 1% chance of winning the presidency from Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So she lost to worse odds. <laughs> I mean, ah, <coughs> yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah. Can we talk about good news now? What you got? I don't got anything. Oh, I was, I mean, kind of some kind of something good. Uh, the New York attorney general accused Cuomo of, se- uh, Cuomo of sexual harassment. So, you know, so she announced her run for <laughs> for governor for governor governor. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, on the other coast, California, California, California. Speaking of foreign countries, <laughs> New York and California. The recall effort. Let's see what this says. The recall effort. So the California recall is, has the way that it works is on the ballot. There is you vote to recall or you vote to keep governor Newsom. If you vote to recall governor Newsom, you then proceed to vote for who you want to replace him of the list of however many people are on the ballot. And just about anyone and everyone is on the ballot. I vote for Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme. His hat is a boot. Your argument is, is invalid. invalid. Yes. <laughs> that is the one. He must take the place of Cuomo. So now uh, the or, way... It, uh, sorry. Wrong, 
Wrong country. Uh, <laughs> Wrong country. <laughs> Newsom. <laughs> Dang yanks. <laughs> Dang yanks. <laughs> so the way this works is if the vote to recall is 50% plus one, Gavin Newsom is no longer governor. The governor is then whoever has the most votes of everyone below that question. So theoretically, someone could win governor of California with 20 to 25% of the vote. Hmm. Now, what makes that a big deal? Uh, let's see. When, when was this posted? August 3rd, today. Nice. So, go away. This is a local affiliate. Um, so, here's, here's the current poll. Margin of error, plus or minus 3%. So, the vote to recall is 46%. Vote to keep is 48%. Within the margin of error. And then your 6%. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so it's very likely that there is an extremely high chance that he will be recalled. So who's leading in the polls? Larry Elder has 23% favorability. Wow. I'd vote for Larry. I would too. Have you actually listened to his plan? I haven't, but I've listened to several of his things before. He's... His plan is filled with executive orders, which the libertarian side of me, constitution side of me says, um, the constitution side of me just screamed incoherently. <laughs> However, when he, musket. he was asked this question, one of the interviews I listened to, he's like, so doesn't that kind of, cause, cause he's talked about this too, of how executive orders, blah, blah, blah. So he was asked on conservative talk show asked uh, isn't that kind of conflicting conflating with who you are and what you believe and all that stuff he's yes it is however california is in dire straits and dire actions need to be taken to correct it or else it's gone forever <laughs> it's like i mean you're not wrong <laughs> you know it's funny too that he is leading that poll because I just did a search to find who is running to replace Newsom. And in th all three of the articles that I just checked, he's not mentioned as a candidate. It's probably because of that lawsuit that was there. They probably don't know that. Uh, oh, <laughs> he, he won the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke, though. MSN... And uh, New York Times, I mean, it's really not surprising that MSN and New York Times don't list him as a candidate. But, uh, yeah, MSN, New York Times, and it looks like... Oh, Los Angeles Times does list him. Oh, good. So, <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah, so part of his thing is... Uh, he wants to declare states of emergency on homeless, housing, and education. And he lists tons of stats behind each one and mm. why, he de why he believes they should be declared states of emergency so that they, he can actually root the bad stuff out. Ah, so that he can remove all the government funding. 
basically. Nice. <laughs> like the teachers union for the teachers, for example, he said that there's 15,000 teachers employed by the state of California. Of those 15,000, it's estimated that 20% of them are incompetent. Oh, okay. Or no, 5%, sorry. 5% are incompetent. I was going to say, <laughs> that is... Uh, 5% of them are incompetent and should be fired. <laughs> the 20% was was uh, right in my realm of guessing. The 5% <laughs> seems a little low. Now, I, I'm just ballparking off of what I remember, and I could have those mixed up, and it could be 20%, and then 5% is what he actually wants to get rid of. I think uh-huh. it might be what it is. But either way, he compares it with the police department. He says, let's say that police in L.A., there's 1,500 police officers in L.A., and let's say 5% of them were corrupt officers that were not doing what a police officer should do. Would you want those officers still on the police force? No. No, we should get rid of qualified immunity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, and so that's how he compares it to uh, teachers unions. Why do you want teachers who should not be teaching your kids teaching your kids? And the state is wasting money on them. So let's get them out. And on the homeless, he's... Um, the homeless is tied in with the housing thing. He wants to declare a state of emergency on housing so he can suspend all of the legislative Bolshevik that's preventing California from building new homes. Because there's contractors uh, and developers that have been waiting for 20 years to build developments that started with 1,000 homes, then went down to 500 homes, then went down to 200 homes, and finally, 20 years later, they can build 33 homes on that same amount of land. <laughs> but they suspended that legislation. They suspended that law so they could build the basketball stadium for the Kings because that violated the law to build that stadium. So they suspended it so they could build the stadium, then reenacted the law once the stadium was done. Because hmm. that makes sense. So, uh, that would be fun to see just because of the hellfire that would be the reaction to him. I can't find the actual percentage. It just says he wants to fire thousands of teachers and implement charter and private schools. Good. To to help propagate uh, competition. Yeah. And he goes through stats of the uh, black reading rate is um, not high school level, like low 20% or something actually reads at high school level graduates. So there you go. Yeah. Both coasts, (laughs) both major, the major States on each coast, their governors. Uh, Once again, Cuomo is an asshat at best at best (laughs) and a pedophile at worst. I mean, wouldn't put it past him. Anyway, wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. Ah, but yes, they're getting desperate with COVID because ah, nothing's working to get you in line. They're getting desperate with controlling their states because nothing they're saying is making you stay in line. And nothing says I'm a fantastic governor like being a sexual predator. 
And they're getting exposed left and right for all of their stupid hypocrisy. And it's glorious. Yeah. Because if only they were getting exposed to everyone, not just the people that are purposefully paying attention. There's that. However, California seems to have gotten the hint, <laughs> according to those polls. Maybe. <laughs> there's still like 46% that just... Yeah, yeah, there's still that 6% that's, I don't know. Do you think New right. some should be... The, 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 six, the 6 the percent are more understandable than the 46%. That want him to stay. That want him to stay, yeah. It was 48 wanted to stay. 48, whatever. Yeah. 40-something. 40-some-odd. <laughs> no, I want him to stay. Why? Because <laughs> he's so great. How? Can <laughs> can you show me on the map where he did good things? <laughs> show, me, show me in your pocketbook where he did, <laughs> he did so <laughs> well. <laughs> ah, uh, but yeah, and then school boards across the country, parents are standing their ground. Telling the school board, you have no data, no science to show that this mask COVID crap actually works and is useful. Also, CRT is trash. That's because it is. And, uh, yeah, people are standing up everywhere, including overseas, except for Australia. So, yeah, it very well could be the year of the people. Hopefully. Oh, I saw, last thing I saw before we, right before we started, um, Representative Chip Roy, I believe we played his video last week. Probably. Um, the guy from Texas that said we're here to uh, talking about masks while thousands of immigrants are coming across the southern border. Ah, yes. Um, he's filing to impeach uh, Joe Biden for the border stuff. Oh. So, you know, that's cool and all. Well, that's good. But it's not going to go anywhere. But your notion is recognized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. all we got. That's all we got. That's all of it. It's all of it. All right. Well, until next and time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. All right. You're recording. I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> oh, damn it. I got to push the buttons. Never have I ever fallen partially asleep during a podcast episode. Never have I ever flip-flopped as much as Fauci. I own a pair of Corona flip-flops and they've never flip-flopped as much as Fauci. Of course, it's a high bar to meet. It is a high bar to meet. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> Brat. All right. You ready? Uh...
Yeah, let's let's do the thing. Let's dig in. All right, here we go. Bah.